Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the man from the boy. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 on the Ginger's Perspective. Remember to check us out, cs2plusc.co.za, as well as cliffcentral.com. Look for the Ginger's Perspective and you'll find Football 2 Plus 3. With me, as always, is Mo, the Manchester United fan, all-round football guru, and, of course, the fantasy manager expert. Mo, this weekend is all about... (laughs) Uh, Credit where it's due, my friend. Credit where it's due. Now, this weekend, all about... Manchester United, Arsenal. Let's get right into the Wayne Rooney saga before we look at the match itself because he's human after all, but there appears to be this vendetta, this sort of, I don't know, lynch mob that's after Wayne Rooney and they clearly want him to end his career for some unknown reason. Yeah, I I don't understand it. I mean, if he he was drinking, he's drinking. Maybe it's because he's the England captain and the Man United captain then it's, the spotlight is on him. Um, they, it sounds like there is some sort of mob out to get him and you know get him kicked off and removed. But uh, in my opinion, if he wants to have a little bit of a you know a little bit of a boozer, why not? I mean, uh, some of the legendary footballers they used to do it all the time. What do you think of George Best? I mean, yeah. fine. Paul Gascoigne's maybe not the best example, example because, yeah. but yeah, they, look. There's been a long history of booze and and footballers, and it's just part of it's just part of the game. I think you know, fine. The guy went out, and maybe he shouldn't have crashed the wedding next door, but at the same time, he's Wayne Rooney, and the amount of pressure on him being an England fan and knowing how ruthless the English media can be at times. It's no it, no no surprise that he was letting off some steam. He should have been wiser. But then again, I mean, the England backroom staff were there as well. So, now that raises a bit of questions there. I mean, should they have stopped him? I don't know. And after, I mean, they just beat Scotland. They should be allowed to celebrate the birthday. you think he's going to score against the Arsenal this weekend? I don't know. Eh? I, don't think, I don't think he's fit to start, or is he? Um, uh, last I heard that he wasn't fully fit, and I don't think he's going to start, eh? You think he'll come off the bench? Maybe he'll have some impact. We'll have to wait and see. But I think the way Jose Mourinho goes about his business, you've got to have a guy like Wayne Rooney in the in, in the squad at all times, even if he does come off the bench. And that's maybe the role that Mourinho sees for him now. He is a guy that can create chances and make things happen. I think also the experience factor. I mean, Wayne Rooney's been around a long time, and that'll really help uh, when you in a big high pressure game like against Arsenal and Arsenal are high flying and uh, you, you need your experienced players in there and Rooney could be that guy he might not create as much chances but you know his ability to draw defenders and players towards him helps cre- uh, open up the game a bit Obviously, for the Red Devils, there's a few injury concerns, especially amongst the defenders. Um, Mourinho will be will be more than likely looking to um, use the likes of uh, Darmin at left back and and Sohorojo and those guys. You know, almost a, a makeshift without Smalling and Shaw. Uh, you think that could be a, a big factor, a big focal point for the Arsenal this weekend? 
Yeah, uh, United's defense is completely. It's like they never learn. Every season, Man United always have a defensive crisis. I don't know what's going on there. And uh, I think Arsenal will exploit that. I mean, uh, especially from like set pieces, guys like Giroud, who've got a bit of height. They, they, They can exploit them and hurt them with that, eh? Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, obviously, from Arsenal's point of view, Bellerin is out for four weeks. Uh, he's injured, so he misses the trip to Old Trafford. But Arsenal, at the moment, after that 1-1 draw against Tottenham, the international break, you know, it's always debatable to, to see if it really does teams uh, any good, considering that their players are away, they're still playing games. But the Arsenal are a team that up until last weekend or the weekend before against Tottenham, was certainly flying high, and especially Alexis Sanchez. I mean, that was a strange one altogether. Was he fit? Wasn't he fit? Then he turns out for Chile. Now he's going to be assessed. Arsene Wenger must be pulling his hair out. Yeah, he must be really giving him a sleepless night. Eh? Yeah, I think Sanchez is that type of player, whether he's fully fit or not, he wants to be on the field. He wants to play. And, you know, Wenger needs to manage that a bit because, you know, he's... His strength in depth is not uh, as much as uh, the other teams in the league. I mean, like City and Chelsea have got strength in depth. So, you know, Sanchez may... I don't know if he's going to start. Eh? He scored two goals for for, for Europe, for Chile. That's right, yeah. He scored two goals. and uh, But, I mean, the flight back from there is like, what, a couple of hundred hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he might just make kickoff. He just might get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, look, it will be interesting. I think also, I mean, there's more to this match than just the fact that it's um, two of the most famous clubs in the world doing battle at the Theatre of Dreams. It's also about a feud uh, between Manchester United's new manager, Jose Mourinho, and um, Arsene Wenger. I mean, we know it's been going for a long time. Wenger's had his run-ins with Fergie down the line and... At this time, he says that there's nothing going on. Like, there's no feud. There's nothing between them. He respects Mourinho, although we all know that's not really the truth. This is what he had to say to Sky Sports ahead of the big clash at Old Trafford this weekend. I don't think I have to describe our relationship. He will fight for his team and I will fight for my team. And uh, I think that's completely normal. Will you shake hands? Of course. I respect uh, the ritual. Uh, that is so important in the Premier League. So he says they will still shake hands. Mo, I mean, fine, it's part of the game, and you might not have to look your fellow manager in the eye, but still, it's the gesture that counts, right? I don't think. I think it's just you know part of the formalities of everything that they have to shake hands. I think there's still that you know that that feud between them after last season, what happened at Ch- when Mourinho was still at Chelsea, that bust up with Wenger and all of that. I think they really genuinely don't like each other. Eh? I think that, like, if you look at what Wenger and Fergie in the past, it was there was a mutual respect because you know they both were, they were, they were winners. Eh? That's and right. Between, between these two, is like Mourinho sort of thinks he's slightly a bit better than Wenger because, as he claims that Wenger is a specialist in failure. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I wouldn't expect after this game the two of them to be doing any mannequin challenges together or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. So that's Manchester United against the Arsenal. It's the early kickoff on Saturday. Let's have a prediction there, Mo, because a lot of people will take interest in this one. You've got to feel maybe Arsenal might edge this, considering they're 
a team that are, are hitting a bit of form and Manchester United's defensive woes. Nah, I, I'm going to back United on this one. I'm going to go for 2-1. Really? Think, okay. Yeah, I think Sanchez is going to burn out. All right. They, you know, they, they're lacking Santi Cazola. That's right. So, this is right. Uh, yeah, but they've got a good defender in it, Mustafi. He's quite fast and, you know, he's, he gives... But I, I'm, I'm, I'm backing the Red Devils on this one, all right, Mo, so we've got uh, your verdict for Old Trafford, uh, Manchester United to take this one. There's a few other games happening that uh, also have piqued the interest of a lot of people. Crystal Palace against Manchester City. Um, the way Palace have been playing, Alan Pardew continues to be under pressure because they lost 3-2 to Burnley. Um, and at the moment, in 16th place against Man City, who are... At this point, still very much in the title race. Yeah, Palace are battling this season. Not sure why. I mean, they haven't won a, a league match uh, in the last five games. But then they are facing a Man City side who've only won one in the last five league games. So if you're looking at it from a stats point of view, you'd fancy your chances. Definitely. Definitely. It'll be interesting. I mean, Palace have a decent side. I mean, Zaha, I mean, Balassi uh, was part of the mix there. Obviously, he's made his move to Everton. But but Benteke is there. You know, it's a side that uh, on their day, if they click, they can be quite good, quite devastating, in fact, especially going forward. Yeah, on their day, but the thing that's been happening with them is that the day ain't coming. Yeah. Just seem a bit disjointed and... You know, they, they're lacking a bit of confidence, but I'm sure that's something Alan Pardew will uh, will sort out, especially now that he's had this international break and he would have he, he would have worked out the kinks. He's, he's a smart manager. You know all about him, mate. That's right. That's right. He, he has his days. He has his days. Let's put it that way. Uh, turning our attention now to the table-topping Liverpool. Can you believe it? They are up against uh, Southampton away at St. Mary's on Saturday. Jurgen Klopp said, <laughs> "I think I think Liverpool would be too strong for the Saints, don't you think?" Well, look, they they, they sign half of the Saints team. I mean, they've got Lalana, they've got Mane, and they've got uh, Nathaniel Klein. So it's like Southampton versus former Southampton. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, uh, I think, but they also Liverpool are also going to struggle. Eh? Uh, Firmino was away on international duty. Coutinho as well. So they, those guys are going to burn out, eh? And uh, I think Southampton will will have a say in this game, eh? Yeah. So I think uh, an upset is on the cards on that one. Very interesting. Very interesting. Of course, you, you mentioned Coutinho. Jurgen Klopp this week has, has basically said that Coutinho's future is at Liverpool. He was chatting to Sky Sports. Let's hear from him now on uh, the Brazilian's wonder kid, if I can put it that way, who's been so instrumental in their midfield this season. It's about um, creating the perspective that nobody want to leave. That nobody wants. That's that's all about. At the end, it will not be money if there's a club who can pay the double of what we pay, and then I bring the player there. Because who am I that I say, you know, no, no, please, don't think about your family and the kids. But I don't know a lot of clubs in the world who are able to do this. And um, but first of all, before we think about money and talk about money, we have to create atmosphere in and around the club where nobody wants to leave. In this moment, I'm not worried about anything. 
Well, it looks like Jurgen Klopp obviously would say anything to keep Coutinho at Anfield. I mean, he's been a great, great player for them this season, Mo, hasn't he? Yeah, he's really excelled under uh, under Jurgen Klopp. He's taken his game to the next level, and uh, it's obvious uh, why Jurgen Klopp would say that because I mean, he doesn't want to lose one of his best players. Yeah, I mean, there's big talk of a Barcelona offer, even Real Madrid. I mean, you name the European giants. They've been linked with Coutinho over the last mm-hmm. few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, that, he's got that something special about him. Eh? And he really he can, he can on, you know, take a game apart with just a single pass or something like that. He's just phenomenal. And he's got a decent shot on him. Eh? He does, he does. And also good value in your fantasy side. So... Liverpool's Coutinho, good value, good value. All right, so our next fixture that I'd like to chat about, Tottenham Hotspur against West Ham, London Derby. That's the late kickoff on Saturday. And West Ham are, can I say, a shadow of the team they were last season? If that, I mean, it's been incredible to see how Slavin Bilic's side have just been nowhere, absolutely nowhere, and they go up against the Tottenham side, that are backing themselves to be in the title title contender spots come the end of the season. Yeah, but uh, the problem with Spurs at the moment is they're drawing too many games. Eh? They drop way too many points. If you look at the table, they've drawn six games in total this season. I mean, that's the highest number from the entire Premier League. Uh, they might get a fancy themselves against West Ham, but uh, you know, West Ham are starting to find their footing about this season. And... Uh, I think they'll they should get uh, a result. Again, I think they'd get a favourable result against Spurs. All right. Finally, looking ahead to Sunday, just the one match, the solitary match, Middlesbrough against Chelsea, and there's a few players in that Middlesbrough team who who could cause an upset on the day. I mean, you think of Negredo up front, Valdez and goal. I mean, these guys are some serious players with proper experience, but. Chelsea are a team that that you just get the feeling with an Eden Hazard starting to fire. They're a team finding their groove, finding momentum, and making life very tough. Just ask Everton last weekend. Well, it was the 5th of November, so a little while ago now. 5-0 at the bridge. Yeah, Chelsea are playing like a possessed team. eh? They're a solid unit. And uh, I feel sorry for Middlesbrough. Look, they held Man City to a draw. But, you know, Chelsea probably going to steamroller them. Eh? Yes. Yeah. But there are, I think, doubts over uh, Hazard's fitness and uh, Costa. Yeah. I'm not, if I remember checking correctly, they're not 100% fit. But I think Chelsea's just going to be too good for Middlesbrough. Eh? Yeah, well, that is the matches on Saturday and Sunday. Monday night, there's West Brom against Burnley. No one cares. Two rubbish teams. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. A waste of time, eh? Yeah, waste I mean, why, why put that on a Monday night? Oh, slot it in on the Saturday, please. Anyway, <laughs> shame we're being we're being very mean to the Baggies fans and to uh, the Burnley. Probably be a five-four game. Eh? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you've got Burnley sitting in ninth place, West Brom in eleventh. You know, <laughs> it could be interesting. Um, quickly on the fantasy league side of things, um, who are the players? I mean, you mentioned that. Costa's got a question mark next to his fitness. Coutinho, Firmino also with a travel from the international stuff. What are we looking for this week? Because I had a shocking week and I just want to move on from here. (laughs) Uh, I think for me the fantasy pick of the week 
you should go Jermaine Defoe. Okay. Uh, Sunderland are playing Hull. It's a basement battle. Yes. And, uh, you know, Hull's defense is totally rubbish. And Jermaine Defoe is that guy who will get you some decent points. He, he should get a couple of points for you. Yeah, it's been great value if you have um, stuck with Jermaine Defoe. Fox in the box, they call him. <laughs> That's it for Football 2 Plus 3 this week. Thank you very much, uh, Mo, for your time as always. It's going to be interesting to see how Arsenal go at Old Trafford. Mo's picked Manchester United for the win. We'll have to see how that one goes. But Mo, uh, one last thing from you before we sign off. As always, be champions. Thanks for your time, Mo. That's Football 2 Plus 3. Remember, catch us on the Ginger's Perspective on cliffcentral.com as well as csduplicy.co.za.